Welcome to the Jake Brown Podcast. It's Saturday night. Man, it's pushing midnight, actually. I'm having a hard time falling asleep, so I figure... What a great time to do a podcast. Yeah? I had actually recorded a podcast on Friday, and I learned a very valuable lesson. If I'm going to record a show, it's very important how I pick my topics. The mistake I made, I picked a topic that was, at best, depressing, at worst, really depressing, tragic, some might say. God, I led off with a segment about the demise of the Pac-12. And, oh, man, it just, like, put me in a funk. The whole show had no juice, no energy. It's like it just spiraled. So, lesson learned. I don't want to start off a show with something that is overly melancholy. Now, do I really care that much that the Pac-12 conference is essentially disbanding at the end of the spring sports in 2024? No. I don't really care that much. I understand it's a business. Life goes on. We'll all be fine. But in that moment... It set the tone for just a lackluster show. I even uploaded it. And the second I uploaded it, I was like, man, what am I doing? This is not good enough for my listeners. So after about an hour, I deleted it. And I told myself, when I got into this whole podcasting adventure that no matter what kind of content I came up with, once I put it out there, I was going to leave it out there. But man, I was just not proud of that. I was not happy with that episode. And I just didn't want to leave it out there. It just seemed like such a Debbie Downer. So, I guess I lied to myself. It's okay. I can forgive myself. I would rather put something quality, something educational, something a little more energetic out there. Now, tonight, obviously, you know, we've got some slow jazz in the background. Shit, it's almost midnight. This is just kind of a relaxed episode. The weather today 
it seems eerily calm. Like we kind of had a little bit of a storm the other night. It was really raining hard. With some wind. I got leaves everywhere I got to clean up. And supposedly, it's supposed to start dumping rain again in the next few hours. But right now, it is eerily calm. It's kind of nice. It's relaxing. I can't say that I like winter, but nights like this definitely make it easier to stand. Well, with that said, my topic that I wanted to talk about, oddly enough, or ironically enough, is weather depression real? Is that a thing? Does that affect people? It seems like some people have no issues. Spring, summer, fall, winter. They're just consistent across the board. I feel like I used to be one of those people. I've spent the majority of my life in the Pacific Northwest between Oregon and Washington. I did spend a few years in Southern California and one really unfortunate year in Missouri, AKA misery. But for the most part, I've lived between Oregon and Washington and I never had any issues with the weather. Winters, I was pretty even keel. They never affected me. I could deal with the rain. I still had activities that I did, whether inside or outside. It was no big deal. Something in my brain changed last year. I don't know what it was, but something clicked, and now all of a sudden I find myself really dreading the winters. And I don't know why. It was never a problem before. I feel like my life is essentially the same. I still have a good group of friends. I got a great job. I'm in a very healthy relationship. From a physical fitness standpoint, I don't think I've ever been in better shape than I am now. My head's in a good place, for the most part. So what happened? last winter. Something had to have happened, and I cannot put my finger on it for the life of me. But I know that last winter, 
I felt like I just had to get out of here. The darkness, the cold, the rain, the wind. It was starting to really affect my mood, my outlook on things. I think it was affecting my attitude. And I just could not wait for spring to get here. Maybe weather depression is real. Part of me thought that, okay, maybe it's just a fluke. It's not a real thing. Maybe last winter was just, you know, an anomaly. I had 46 other winters that were just fine and didn't bother me. And now, all of a sudden, winters are getting to me? Eh. So fast forward to this year, I find myself having the same feelings. I don't like how dark it gets, you know? Does anybody else out there relate to this? Are you just dreading winter? What do you do to deal or to cope with these winter blues, so to speak? I'd love to hear from you. I'm on Twitter slash X. I'm also on Instagram at Jake Brown Pod. DMs are open. Keep it appropriate, please. What little tricks do you do to get yourself through the winter? Do you take vacations? Do you get away? If so, where do you go? Do you go somewhere to enjoy winter activities? Or do you run for the beaches? Someplace warm and sunny. I feel like for me, I've always been able to deal with the cold I don't really care how cold it gets. I just need sunshine. I need to feel that sun on my face. There's something about that. I wonder if other animals feel that same way that we do. Like they crave sunshine. Or is it just us? Reptiles like the sunshine helps keep them warm. So I'm curious, I'd love to hear from you, what do you do to cope with the winter? Maybe you don't do anything. Do you find a hobby? Maybe this is my hobby. This podcast is my my winter hobby. I hope it's not just a winter hobby. I'd like to continue doing this all year. I feel like I need to get some sunshine at some point this winter and and a, a little bit of heat. So maybe I'll look to get out of town. 
I think that would be a good thing. Probably good for my, my mental health as well to get some sunshine. I think it's very important for all of us who live in this region, being the Pacific Northwest. And when I say the Pacific Northwest, I feel like that extends way up into Alaska because it doesn't get any more Northwest than that. We could count Idaho and Montana, but they get a lot more sunshine than we do. It's pretty gray over here. We actually don't get as much rain as a lot of places on the East Coast. I think that's a pretty big misconception is that all it does is rain in Oregon and Washington, and British Columbia, just rain, 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 which really isn't the case. Yes, it does rain here, but I think the biggest issue that people deal with during the winter is the number of gray gloomy days. I think we have something like 300 plus gray days a year, which really leaves us with roughly two, maybe two and a half months where we get some really good weather. And don't get me wrong, the summers that we have in the Northwest are second to none. I think they are the best anywhere. Mid to upper 80s, virtually no humidity. Ugh. And we do get a lot of sunshine in the summer. Does that make the winters worth it, though? Oh, man. 300 days of gray is a lot of gray, you know? That's a lot of gray. It's a give and take, you know? Overall, I think it's worth it. Overall, it's a great place to live up here. But, man... These last couple winters, and this winter is, I feel like it really hasn't even started yet. There's barely snow in the mountains. I guess we'll just have to wait and see how everything goes. According to the Mayo Clinic, weather depression is officially called Seasonal Affective Disorder. So it is a real thing, just under a different name. It is a type of depression related to changes in seasons. 
It begins and ends about the same time every year. And if you're like most people, your symptoms start in the fall and continue into the winter months, sapping your energy and making you feel moody. Uh, check and check. The symptoms often resolve during the spring and summer months. However, less often, seasonal affective disorder causes depression in the spring or early summer and resolves during the fall or winter months. Who are these psychopaths? Who are the people that when the sun comes out, they start to get depressed. Vampires. That's who. Does anybody out there suffer from summertime seasonal depression? I would love to know that. I don't think I've ever met anybody who lives in this region that suffers from summertime seasonal affective disorder. Treatments include light therapy, psychotherapy, and medications. I think you could just get some sunshine and that would probably do you very good. I think exercise has always been a huge thing for me during the winter time. It definitely occupies my mind. It gives me something to look forward to. For me, I almost have my best workouts, my most intense workouts, my most focused workouts during the winter because there's nothing else to do. It gets me out of the house. It keeps me social. I think it's real easy to just kind of close up shop once it starts getting dark around. 4.30 in the afternoon. If it wasn't for the gym, I really don't know what I'd do. I guess I'd probably just sit around. Listen to podcasts, watch movies, eat. I think that's what a lot of people do when they suffer from any form of depression. They eat a lot. So the gym has definitely been a form of therapy for me. Really in all aspects of my life. Some signs and symptoms of seasonal affective disorder. Feeling listless, sad or down most of the day, nearly every day. Losing interest in activities you once enjoyed. And I think that's 
very important to maintain those activities, as difficult as it may be. Having low energy and feeling sluggish, having problems with sleeping too much, experiencing carbohydrate cravings, overeating and weight gain. On the flip side, the spring and summer seasonal affective disorder, insomnia, poor appetite, weight loss, agitation or anxiety, and increased irritability. I don't know, sometimes I'm cranky all year. It doesn't matter what the weather's like. Again, if you feel like you're suffering from seasonal affective disorder, you should probably speak with your physician. I found some of these causes interesting. The specific cause of seasonal affective disorder remains unknown. However, some factors that may come into play include your biological clock, the reduced level of sunlight in the fall and winter may cause winter onset. This decrease in sunlight may disrupt your body's internal clock and lead to feelings of depression. Serotonin level. A drop in serotonin, a brain chemical that affects mood, might play a role in seasonal affective disorder. Reduced sunlight can cause a drop in serotonin that may trigger depression. And of course, your melatonin levels. The change in season can disrupt the balance of the body's level of melatonin, which plays a role in sleep patterns and mood. Does anybody take any melatonin supplements? I tried them before. They gave me really lucid, weird dreams. And I'm not sure that I slept any better because the lucid dreams were just waking me up. And then eventually the recommended amount wasn't good enough, so I found myself taking more. And then eventually I just stopped taking it. People who live far away from the equator appear to be more common for having seasonal affective disorder which would make sense. It's sunny and warm at the equator. Vitamin D is very important. 
It is produced in the skin when it's exposed to sunlight. Vitamin D can help to boost serotonin activity. Less sunlight and not getting enough vitamin D from foods and other sources may result in low levels of vitamin D in the body. The other day I went over the various supplements that I take and I actually left one out. I take a multivitamin as well. So within that multivitamin, I'm getting an extra boost of vitamin D, which is a good thing. That's what she said. So what can we do to prevent seasonal affective disorder? I mean, to me, it seems like stay busy, maintain your hobbies or your preferred activities, try to eat healthy foods, don't overindulge or underindulge, exercise, 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 and if at all possible, Get as much sunlight as you can. I feel like up here, the second that we get a break in the weather, we need to stop what we're doing and get outside and just go for a walk. Let that sun hit us in the face and soak up as much of that vitamin D as we can. And for a lot of us, that's really all that we can do, unless you're in a position with your job and your financial status that you can hop on a flight to someplace warm and sunny. We just have to do the best that we can. Has anyone out there tried the light therapy? I know there's those lights that are supposed to simulate sunlight might be a good alternative something worth looking into definitely cheaper than a flight to belize but the memories won't be the same well i guess i answered my own question as to whether weather depression is real i think it's very real but I think that it's beatable if we're disciplined and we make good choices. It kind of falls aligned with uh, something that I heard a, a, a long time ago. And it kind of falls in in the same area of, of self-care as, you know, making good choices that kind of benefit you, your mental health, your physical health. Um, I had someone a long time ago once tell me 
always take your vacation. Always take your vacations. And for me, I feel like these winter vacations are probably more important than anywhere that I might go during the summer. These winter breaks that I give myself to get some sunshine, some vitamin D, They get me through the winter. Last year, I was fortunate enough to go to Hawaii for my very first time. And just being able to sit in the sun was magic. It was absolutely amazing. So later this winter, Another trip will happen to someplace sunny because that's what I need. And I'm very fortunate that I'm able to do that. I understand not everyone is able to do that. But if you are, take advantage. Definitely take advantage. Hey, remember when I said I wasn't going to start off a show with some depressing topic? <laughs> and what did I do? I started off talking about weather depression. Kind of silly. But it's been on my mind. We have had a lot of rain the last couple weeks. And I have been thinking about it. So I just wanted to talk about it. Jeez, it's already 12.15, Sunday morning. I feel like some sort of smooth jazz DJ right now. If you know me... You know that I have a broad sense of humor. I like all kinds of jokes. I have a very dark sense of humor. I have a very juvenile sense of humor. Some would say I have a very inappropriate sense of humor. I think all can be true. But I do love a good dad joke. And I don't know why. I I don't know why. They are so dumb. They really are dumb. <laughs> but I see dad jokes and they're always popping up on my Instagram feed. They're constantly popping up. Instagram knows that I like them. Instagram gives me what I want. Lots of dad jokes. Lots of animals being mauled. 
lots of sports, and specifically lots of motorcycle racing. I think my Instagram probably knows me better than I know me. So of course I had to challenge Bard to create five original dad jokes. Now, I have no way of verifying whether or not these five dad jokes are original or not. So I'm going to go through each five and I'm going to give them a five-star rating to a one-star rating. If for some reason you have heard these jokes before, I really need you to let me know because I want to call out Bard for Bard's bullshit if they're plagiarizing someone else's dad jokes. All right, number one. Did you hear about the restaurant on the moon? Great food, no atmosphere. Come on, that's not bad. That's not bad. Maybe not a knee slapper. I give that three and a half stars. I think that's a fair number of stars. Number two. What do you call a fish with no eyes? get it because there's no eye in it yeah that's a two star that one's pretty lame that sounds like a dad joke that artificial intelligence would make up number three why did the scarecrow win an award because he was outstanding in his field. I like that one. He was outstanding in his field. I mean, if you're not like a real dad joke connoisseur, this is going to be the worst segment ever. You're probably going to unfollow or unsubscribe, and I'm probably getting one-star reviews right now on the podcast because I'm choosing to do a dad joke segment created by Bard. I got to give that one a four-star, though. That was a good one. Number four. I don't trust stairs. They are always up to something. <laughs> That's four and a half stars. That's good. I like that. Four and a half stars. What if you're already at the top of the stairs? Can they be down to something? Eh, doesn't doesn't really play the same, does it? 
And number five. What do you call a lazy kangaroo? A pouch potato. <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> it's so dumb. Two stars. Two stars for the pouch potato. Bard tried on that one. Swing and a miss, but it's okay. Overall, I think Bard did pretty good. Overall. Maybe Bard does have a bit of a sense of humor. I really hope, though, that Bard didn't just steal those jokes from someplace else. Because that would be embarrassing. Again, I'm on Twitter and Instagram, at JakeBrownPod. If you have heard these jokes before, let me know. Because I'm going to spend a segment calling out Bard on his bullshit. What do you think of this background music? Should I do more background music during these episodes? I feel like if I'm doing episodes at midnight on a weekend, some instrumental jazz feels appropriate which is why I didn't lead with my normal theme song. Eh, it's a little too aggressive for a midnight show. I was going to do a boxing corner tonight, but I don't have too much to report. It's a great week of practice. I will say that I'm working more and more on body shots, which I'm hoping will pay off when I start to spar again. I've been on a little break from sparring. But I'm gonna get back to it. I miss it. That's my show for tonight. I appreciate everyone who subscribes, leaves comments, supports, provides constructive criticism. It does mean a lot. I'm having a great time doing these shows. So I hope that you're enjoying them and learning something, maybe laughing a little bit. My show can be found on Spotify, iTunes, Amazon Music, and YouTube. So wherever you get your content from, hopefully I am there. Those will probably be the only platforms I'll be on. There's a few other ones that are out there, but I like, I like where I'm at right now. I hope everyone has a great Sunday, and I will be back next week with more shows, so I will talk with you later.